Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Ah, Trevor, so what game are we going to play today? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Johnny. Yeah. You know how we've just really built on our friendship for years. Uh-huh. So I feel like I can just sort of accept a little patience from you. You know, just, I feel like you would put up with me. Yeah, that's Pretty true. much no matter what I do. That's true, yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you asked what game we're playing. Yeah, and you wouldn't tell me. Uh, but you had one picked out for weeks. You wouldn't let me know what it was yeah. or anything about it. I'm very curious. Uh, I actually brought it with me. Here it is. Okay. It's, I'm Now, before you even show okay. me this game, I'm going to assume that you found a real treasure here because yes. you're really excited about this. It's definitely something that is you don't hear talked about a lot. Yeah, it's, okay. It's um. What's it called? Uh, Sword of Sodan. I've never even heard of it. Well, here, let's just, let's just put it in. Okay, here we go. Putting it in the system here. All right. Get the controller and... Um, is, is is this it? Yeah. What are you doing? Just do you, slash that guy. How do I run? How I'm trying. So that is that's full speed. Oh, this is this is this the game? Is this well, what you think of our friendship? This? Well, just you need to be patient. I am. I've been. I've waited weeks to play this game, and this is what this game is. Yeah, more or less. This this. This is it? This is what you think about our friendship? Well, I just wanted you to experience this firsthand. This is... It's just a game. Oh, come on, there's worse things in life. This is what you think of our friendship. Well, I had to find a way to tell you. I thought this would be an easy way to break it to you. That's it. We're not friends anymore. Get out. Just get out. Fine, if that's how you feel. We're not friends and the show is over. I'm canceling it. I'm going to take my sword of Sodan to somebody else. But before you go, let's listen to an episode of our old show. What show is that? It's called Sobbing, depressed episode of Retro Blist. Thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. I am your sadder than usual host, Johnny Townsend, and with me, as always, is my former best friend, <laughs> Trevor Franklin. Uh, let's go ahead and, uh, well, we're just going to let the cat out of the bag here. I or, think the skit let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> or let the monkey out of the bananas, as that saying definitely does not go. We played sort of Sodan or Sodan. Is it Sodan or Sodan? It doesn't. I want to say Sodan. I don't think it matters. Is it so damn good? <laughs> so that just happened. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> for the Sega Genesis. Uh-huh. Or Mega Drive, depending where you live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. This is... Now, to let people in on a little secret. Mm-hmm. You had told me about this game. Yeah. But you didn't mention a lot. Uh, you refused... Mm-hmm. To let me, well, actually, you made me promise you not to look anything up about, yep. about this game, so I did not. Yep. I knew nothing but the title of the game. Now, I will say I assumed, obviously, there was a reason you were saying that, and usually that means I'm in for some sort of uh, adventure, I guess, is one <laughs> way to put it. So I, I discovered this game for the first time about a month ago, and I could not get it out of my head. <laughs> um, the the significance of the statement I'm about to make will make sense after you hear this episode. But I went back to this game multiple times. It was like a brainworm, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So I decided Johnny had to play it, and he had to go in blind like I did, and uh, we'd make an episode about it. Okay, so that's what happened. Yeah. But before we get into it, Trevor, a quick Patreon mention. Go to our Patreon, search for Retro Blist, and as Trevor likes to say, if you think we're worth uh, a dime or something, give us some money. Yeah. If not... Uh, you can still get to listen to this for free. Dollar gets you a shout out every episode. Yep. Five dollars. Yep. That's worth something to you. Yeah. Probably not. Five dollars <laughs> lets you vote every single month on any game you want us to cover. That's how we got to play DuckTales last episode. And if you're really crazy, ten dollars gets you some bonus handmade art. Which people have actually received now. They've yep. gotten them. And I like to say they're very happy with this. People like to lie to us to make us feel good. That's right. And we're glad that they do because yes. the truth always hurts. Yes. And we don't want to be hurt. That's why we're a five-star podcast. Yep. <laughs> After this, it may, may change. That's right. So, Trevor, let's get into it. Okay. Sword of Sodan. Sodan. Let's. Lord of Sodan, because it's so damn good. Yes. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. Well, here I have the cartridge here, and it's the fancy EA cartridge with the pointless yellow tab on the side. That's right. The oversized, tall Sega Genesis cartridge. But Trevor, that yellow tab to me means this game has a lot more memory or something like that, right? Yeah, it's like a tab that holds extra memory for better graphics. Yeah, th- those were really prominent in their sports games. Yeah. So. They, they, it means nothing. It's just a design thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, EA published this game. Which kind of fits this game. It means nothing. <laughs> Usually we like to... <laughs> Uh, hold off to let people know what our scores are going to be. But I think it's going to be pretty obvious how we feel about this game. I can't think of a more honest skit we've ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was apparently developed by Enterprise Software. That's inner as in inner tube. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. Yep. I don't know what to say except <laughs> this is a hack and slash side-scrolling game. Think Altered Beast. Altered Beast is probably about the best... Uh, comparison yeah. as far as yes. what it's going for. And it's just as good as Alter Oh, Beast. man, probably better. We'll my, find yeah. out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so, if you've never joined us before, we'd like to go in-depth with the graphics, the music, and the gameplay before we give our final scores. And what better place to start with Sword of Sodan than the visuals? Yes, that's a good idea. Uh, what year did you say this come out? 1990. <laughs> now... We just played DuckTales, which came out the year before this, mm-hmm. on a system that graphically should be worse. Yes. Because Half the bits. Yeah. Because it's on the original Nintendo. Mm-hmm. DuckTales blows this game out of the water visually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even close. I blew something into a Kleenex that blows this game out of the water visually. That's right. It's not, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's not. not. Okay. 
And I'm just not kidding. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say about this game. I You're mean, so damn good at jokes. <laughs> what does so damn even mean? Is it just something they made up? I don't know. Who does? Anyways, who cares? Um, Probably a So place. this was a port of a 1989 Amiga game. But, again, EA chose to publish this game as is. And let's just start off with the graphics. What do you... Okay, if you see a screenshot... Muddled. Is that a... I feel like that's a way to describe it. Dishonest is what I'm going to say. Okay, I'm going to... How do you say dishonest? I'm very curious about this. Because if you see this game in a screenshot, it's not a bad looking game. It really isn't. The sprites are huge. It's not. Like, just look at the back of the... Well, it's too late now because you played it. <laughs> if you've not played this game and you look at the back of the box, it's like, oh, this is like Ultra Beast. It's like a beat em up and the sprites are huge. The enemies are huge. But then you play it and it's like a paper cutout slideshow. It's not bright. It's not a bright game. No. It's, it's very dark colored. It's flat as a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, uh, personality wise, too. Yeah. It has no personality to it. Uh, the man. This is part of graphics. But the animations are very limited, incredibly limited, to the point where... <laughs> yeah, that's saying the least. To the point where uh, the character, and this is this is kind of flirting with gameplay a little bit, but um, the character, I know, at least the woman character, we actually never even played as the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, so we just played as the woman, because apparently she's the better of the two. Somehow, she's supposed to be faster than the guy. Yeah, which is... It's hard to believe. Mind-boggling to me, mm -hmm. how you could be any slower than that lady is, but whatever. Um, just to let people know, I legit have a horrendous knee that gives me all kinds of troubles and stuff. This is a little retroblist health report, I guess. Uh, I get arthritis in it all the time, and I feel I move quicker than she does, and I am beyond slow. So this lady inches across. My first question to you was, how do I run? And you said, that is running. <laughs> <Yep>. Let's <laughs> so, let you know. Uh, you inch forward. You just inching. That's but the animation I'm talking about is the <laughs> the um, the hips down to the legs all stay in a very similar look. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't really change very much, except for maybe when she's inching forward just a little bit. But it never turns. <laughs> it never turns. So, but her top half turns. It's so scooting. it looks yeah. So it looks weird and strange. They don't walk. They scoot. Yeah. I mean, for real. Like if you look at her, she never takes a legit step. She just scoots. Yeah. If you've ever... Now, this is going to be a little gross, but okay. like in our very first episode where we used a lot of uh, poop jokes and talks about colons and things mm -hmm. because it fit Uncanny X-Men. It fits this too. This, the way I would describe the way you move in this game, your hero, your clad, muscular hero, is if you've ever been to like Walmart or a big department store and you have like something really heavy in both arms, like a case of waters in each arm, and then you realize you have to go to the bathroom. Like, and you can't hold it. It's, and you were, It's really bad. Right, it's, and you're too dumb to yeah. get a buggy, a, a shopping cart. Yeah, and it's on the verge of poking out. This is Not that this has ever happened yeah. to me multiple times, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so you got something in each arm because you're too dumb to get a shopping cart. Yeah. And you're like, I have to use the bathroom. What am I going to do? And you, like, just scoot through the store quickly, I, hoping nobody's paying attention. What am I going to do-do? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And that's how you move in this game. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> You look like the whole time you're trying to keep in what's wanting so badly to come out of your buttocks. <laughs> yes, and I mean not to be gross, but yeah. it's, they we have a term here in America's called prairie dogging it. Yeah, um, and that's your imagination. Is, yeah, <laughs> that's how you move in this game. Yeah, it's all, it's like a whack a mole, but the mole's gonna fall the way out. 
My wife actually listens to almost every episode of this now. She's going to be so disappointed in me. Yeah, she <laughs> we, is. But we had to go there. Um, but it's the truth. It's, it's how the they truth walk. Of this game. Yeah, it's they the, walk it's severely true. constipated with double gal. And the, and that's <laughs> and the whole game kind of looks that way. Yes. I mean, <laughs> so just yeah. imagine graphically uh, if somehow graphically you can describe a look of something as in it has to poop, but it knows that it can't just poop at that moment. <laughs> Yes. That's what this game looks like. This whole game is just waiting and taking poop. Yeah. Yes. And I just, and it, honestly, it's why it's even more frustrating. Just take the poop so you play better. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what happens. Um, I, I can't think of a lamer. We made fun of Ar- Arnold in uh, Terminator 2 for NES. Yeah. The way he's just a pathetic character. Uh, Daydream and Davey. There was another one we made fun of. Oh, the guy from Outlander. Yeah. These These characters take the cake. Oh, yeah. Like, I would not want them trying to save me. No. Just let me die. It would take them forever to get to yeah. you anyway. I'd be dead and eat my yeah. vultures. Yes. Well. So, the graphics are just flatter than flat can be. The, the animation's almost non-existent. Yeah. And and it's just boring colors, like Johnny said. I told you that it looked, and this is, again, flirting with gameplay a little bit. It looked and played as if it's, you know, uh, I can't remember who the company is, but they keep rele- releasing Sega Genesis, but with uh, games already ported into it. But, oh, yeah. but they always, always, always add made up games on top of that, and that's like and it, that are just really mm-hmm. lazily done. And we, I kind of want to review those at some point. Yeah, I think it's at games. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, because yeah. I happen to have one of those Genesis now, oh. and I really want to just do an episode where we just cover those games. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, like just the made up games. They the made up on. games. Yeah, we can uh, do that. But anyway, this kind of looks and feels like that. Yeah, like it's not a full real game. It just it's a wannabe game. You, you're questioning me. When you started, you were just confused. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see what your initial reaction would be. That's why I made you swear not to look into this game. And your reaction was just, is this the game? Yeah. This isn't a real game, is it? It You actually said that. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like one. No, it feels like a Flash slideshow. Yeah, it does. Or like a a Flash game, even. Like, you know those games on Flash you play on, like, your Facebook or whatever? Not an EA-published, full-priced game (laughs) from 1990. But that's what it was. Well, let's next. We're going to get into the music. We want to do that first. Well, this will be a long discussion. Yeah, it's it's not existent except for the on the title screen. Yep, Johnny's not kidding. There's not a lick, even a blip of music in this game except for the title screen. No, nope, that's not true. When the boss shows up. No, you thought that was music, but that's just the sound of him walking. I'm uh, he, 99. He can't sure. walk. He doesn't have legs. He's like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That, I don't think I think that's just him clopping around. No, because his legs is just like one giant rolling testicle. <laughs> That's what it looks like. I don't think that I don't think that's supposed to be music. I think that's supposed to be him clopping around. I would have to disagree with you. Well, to my ears, there's not a lick of music anywhere in this game. I'm not saying for the title screen. I'm not saying that it sounds like music. I'm saying they thought of it as music. Put it again. Well, the fact that we're having this discussion, we're not sure if it's even music or not, (laughs) proves our point. Yeah, it really does. There's no music. What there is in every single level is the same stinking. It's supposed to be a cricket or a bird. I'm not sure. My my exact quote to you was: They tried to put in the sounds and the sounds from like a golf game into this for the backgrounds because it sounds like it's supposed to be nature or yes. whatever. And it doesn't make any sense. I'm tempted to pull it up. But and the opening theme is just really really brought back nightmares of the Outlander music to me. Just that dark brooding, yes, kind of thing we was trying to go for. But my thing was, and I'm actually going to pull up, I can pull up any level to show y'all what the music sounds like. Because but the first one at the very beginning is yeah. the best. Um, 
but I was saying the title screen music isn't good. It does remind me of Outlander, but at least it's something. They should at least play that at random points during the game. Yeah. So at least there's some motivation, but there's just no music in the stinking game. Um, let's see here. Let's you see. know we could be really professional and have Chris put this in post. There it is. But we'll just do it here through a phone. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah. Those aren't lasers or anything. That's just background sounds. Yep. Yep. That weird laser sound is supposed to be a bird or a cricket or, or a something. cicada. Yeah. That's the music. Every single level has that same yeah. sound. It's so damn bad that why would you want to play it? <laughs> I started something by accident. <laughs> you did. <laughs> so. That's the music. Yeah. The sound. We just- if your name was Dan, I'd be like, so Dan, let's get on with it. That'd be great. Yeah. Now you're forcing it. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of forcing it, let's get into the gameplay. Sure. <laughs> wow. Well, we already said how you walk. Yeah. I don't feel like getting into a lot of detail, but this game has sword play. You can <laughs> you can poke forward, you can slice above, you can yeah. crouch and poke. You have to... It's literally on mm-hmm. a single plane. Mm-hmm. There's no changing of planes in this, unlike Altered Beast or any of those. Mm-hmm. Uh Enemies will come at you from both sides, mm-hmm. and you can't just hit a directional pad to look back. You have to hit uh, B and and that direction to turn around. Yeah, why? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but that's how you got to do it. And you got to hit it again to turn back around. So that part is annoying. You can jump. You cannot, however, jump and attack at the same time. You can nope. only jump. And that in itself is annoying. And all these movements are slow, by the way. Everything's slow and deliberate. The and best move 90% of the time is to crouch and poke in the crotch. Yeah. Yeah. Which Honestly. was my, I'm, I was really good at that. Yeah. Well, as I assumed I would be. Also, there are potions. Let's go ahead and say that. You can collect uh-huh. potions and you can mix and match those potions, which Candy in, now. in theory, in theory, that's kind of a cool thing, right? In theory. Yeah. Like you mix these different potions and they give you different things, like different yeah. uh, abilities, uh, different uh, things that are supposed to benefit you in one way or the other. And that's kind of neat. That idea itself is neat and a cool idea. But Johnny, tell me, if I didn't tell you how to do it... I would never know. Would you ever figure out how to do the potions? I pretty much had to beg you to tell me because yeah. you didn't want to tell me. I want you to figure it out yourself because I got so frustrated trying yeah. to figure it out. You have to hit pause. You have to actually stop the game mm-hmm. and select it and then unpause the game and then actually drink it. So, so let me go through the full, like, pretend I'm on a Genesis controller. It's got the A, B, and C buttons, the pause button. The directional pad. I pause the game. I select over to the potion I want. I press the A button. And then I go over to another potion I want to mix with it. Press the A button. Then I unpause it. And still it's done nothing. Right. It's like, what is going on? And then I think I accidentally press the A button again. And that's when it uses it. Yeah. So you literally got to do yeah, a bunch all of that steps. Yeah. While and, you're being attacked. Once you unpause it. And it does it very slowly. Everything yeah. is slow in this game. That's the one thing this game tries to do to pretend like it has some depth. But this game, it makes Jaws look like a, a turn-based strategy game. <laughs> it makes uh, Outlander, which we played last week, look like, I don't know, chess. I mean, it's just so dirt simple. Oh, yeah. And slow. I mean, slow, slow, slow. Slow, slow, it's, slow, slow. It's, Johnny told me I was getting what I asked for because I said, with DuckTales, you know, I kind of just prefer the left or right platformers. I'm, yeah. I, more than going up and down and mazes and things. And that's all this is. This is definitely just left yeah. and right. Get so yeah, what you asked for. Yeah. Oh, it's just awful, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's awful. Now, Trevor, the other little secret about this game is, thankfully, I guess, in a way, 
It's not a long game at all. No. It's fairly short. The levels are fairly short. Mm-hmm. We didn't beat it because we didn't care to. Yeah. I think we could have if we really wanted to. We made it through into the fifth well, level. Yeah, and there's seven of, levels. I think it says eight. But I don't know oh, eight. Three. So we're going to go through yeah. those levels, but we're going to give you a special treat, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, We're going to explain to you the story of this game, because before each level starts, there's a little scroll that will pop up. Mm-hmm. And there's a little uh, poem on each scroll. Trevor's going to tell you the level, and I will read each scroll. So Trevor. Your very first level is at the city's gate. As so foretold in ancient lore, here stands the opening test. Enter thus death's door, and thus begin the quest. And uh, literally all that is is um, four screens of... Empty fields beating up bad guys. And then you get to level two, between the city's walls. Enter now and break the seal. Cross the guarded span. Breach the wall of men and steel into the wizard's hand. And this level is one bridge. By the way, these levels are stupid short. There's only eight of them and they're like four screens long each. We made fun of uh, Beauty and the Beast when we realized it's like each level is like just a few screens long. This game is like... Oh, this game makes Beauty and the Beast look like it's the the most well-made long game of time. ever. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but this level is a bridge with spikes that come out. Oh, yeah. And kill you no matter what you do. And keep in mind, you move slow. So dodging these yes. spikes is a effort in itself. And this is all while you're being attacked, by the way. The spikes way. don't kill the enemies. They only kill you. It's oh, yeah. It's stupidly annoying. Level three is in the city streets. Held fast in Zora's. That's the bad guy. Mm. Zora's evil thrall. Through men and giants bar their way. With sword answer battle's call in the fading light of day. Wow. Level three is, um, oh, that's what we're just talking about. It's too boring to talk about, but it's where you first face these two giants and you have to chop their heads off. Good luck figuring that out. I'm not going to tell you because you shouldn't be playing this game. I did finally figure it out, though. Yeah. Uh, level four is called In the Land of the Dead. Here winds the hero's path where ghouls and specters form to scream and howl their wrath above the rising storm. This level is just annoying. All the enemies are zombies, oh. and they just you get stuck on them and you can't move. So out of nowhere, they brought in zombies. Yep. Just because, why not? Yeah. It's a terrible level. Again, like all the other levels, it's just three or four screens of nothingness, and then it's... Just zombies, pretty much. Level five is called In the Foyer of the Castle Cragor. Among shadows cast by vaulted towers, where nameless horrors dwell, there to challenge Zora's powers and send him back to hell. You should have said heck. It's a family show. Well, hell's technically a place. Back to heck. (laughs) It's I'm a, kidding. It's a it's, it's a, a joke. It's a noun. Don't be so damn serious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, You're accusing me of cussing on a family <laughs> show. I got to back up my clay bear. I was trying to make a joke. It failed just like this level. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Wow. This level is where we quit because I said I can't take it anymore. There are pits that you can fall in and instantly kill you. That if you've never played this before, you would not know there's a pit there. It literally, there's no indication nope. of a pit. It is broken. This is broken gameplay, and I'll call it out and call out the designers of this game, and I'll see them personally for this. <laughs> Not really. Please don't come to my house. 
but these pits are hidden and there's zero indication of where they are. Yeah. The enemies walk right over them and don't fall. It's just normal ground. But when you go, you just instantly die. It really reminds me of E.T. on Atari in a weird, strange way. Because, you know, you can always fall into pits randomly. Yeah. And But at least on that game, which is considered one of the worst games ever, at least when you fall into a pit, you can still try to do stuff. This just kills you. Yeah. The yeah. pits are unavoidable except... Just like everything, and not to get too much back onto this, but everything in this game does not rely on skill. It just relies on having done it before and knowing the cheap tricks. Yeah. That's all this game is about. All right, level six, which we didn't make it to, is called In a Passage Deep. And dark within Mother Earth, there comes the rising flood, and with her thundering cries of birth, there flows her molten blood. Huh, you're right. This does only list seven levels. I thought there were eight. Well, the final level is at the Wizard's Tower. Through the arch and climb the stair to fight till final breath. The magician Zora's in his lair on to victory or to death. Yeah. Now, this is also one of those games where the Sega Genesis was considered the more adult of the systems. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, they tried to get away with more. Like, they were yeah. way more open to blood and gore. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at their versions of Mortal Kombat. I mean, that's, you know, that's the right. best way to put it. This game also has blood and gore throughout the game like crazy. Yeah, but it's not satisfying, blood and gore. No. Not in the least. Now, I'm not one who cares for blood and gore. I would rather do without it, honestly. It, I just don't care for it. I don't even like movies that are gory uh, movies. Like, mm-hmm. I don't watch any of those slasher flicks. They're just not for me. But this game is so bad that, like, that just, even that didn't feel right. Like, it was, <laughs> right. like, even that was pointless. I mean, you mentioned those two bosses where you had to cut off their heads. That's how you beat them. Yeah. And it's pretty graphic if you think about it. Yeah, their heads come off. <laughs> their heads legit come off, but, and there's blood everywhere, but it just doesn't bother you because the game is just nothing. <laughs> it just looks like, well, something a third grader drew on their sketchbook in class. Yeah. Because there's no animation, basically. Right. Yeah, it's just terrible. When you die, you like have a pool of blood coming out of your stomach, but it looks like just, I don't know, red goo. <laughs> it's just, it's awful. Um, as far as gameplay, I mean, we've told you everything you can do. You hack and slash, you combine the potions, and you might get a free life, you might get a shield, you might upgrade your sword, but it barely makes any difference. Um, I feel like this game does have an easy and normal mode. I feel like the normal mode is stupid hard, but I feel like the easy mode, if you jack your lives up to seven, yeah, I think it's very doable, but who would want to? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, I mean. Just because you can does not mean that you should. I just, um, just thinking about kids paying full price for this game or getting it as their only Christmas present. Kind of makes you mad. Yeah, it makes me mad. It. Yeah. Really, EA, I don't even know who, who Enterprise, I think I've heard of Enterprise, but not Enterprise. Yeah, it's Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Enterprise is, so I'm more mad at EA. It's the ship. Because they had a lot of money by this point, and they knew better. Oh, yeah. So, boo. Well, EA's done a lot of things good and bad. Yeah. So. Just like is, us. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Well, let's just get into our final scores. Sure. <sighs> Who wants to go first? <laughs> I will. Okay. So, looking at some of the low reviews I've given games. 
I believe Beauty and the Beast was about a three and a half out of ten. And this game reminds me of Beauty and the Beast, the way it's just like five screens and then the level's done. Just clunky gameplay and annoying enemies and then the level's over. But Beauty and the Beast is so much better than this game. It reminds me of uh, it reminds me of Alter Beast, which we haven't reviewed, but just much, much worse. <sighs> I don't think it's worse than Uncanny X-Men. But <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything. All right, the only thing positive I can say is I really can't explain it. You know how some bad movies are just like, you kind of get them in your head, you want to watch them again? Yeah, they're they're bad, but they're fun still. I don't know why, but for some reason, I have come back to this game a few times. I think it's just because I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe this is an officially published game. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense, and that's why I kept wanting you to play it. Like, I, honestly, I did. I came back to this game several times. I made it to the sixth level. I mean, that's pretty sad. <laughs> um, But... Does that mean I should give it a decent score just because I came back to it? I mean, because it's hot garbage. It is hot trash. Um, let's see. I think it's slightly better than Uncanny X-Men because for some reason I did come back to it. What did you give Bubsy 3D? That's I, the other worst game, I think. I think I gave it a one. All right. And you gave Uncanny X-Men a half, I think it was. Yeah, we went back and re-reviewed it yeah. and I gave it a half. Bubsy so, 3D, I gave it one. The real question yeah. here is, is this worse than Bubsy 3D? Because you already said it's not, like, Uncanny X-Men is our, yeah, whole, still gets our award for worst game we played for the show. Here's the thing. I don't feel like it's as, mm, I was going to say it's not as broken as Bubsy 3D. I think it is. It's just Bubsy 3D was in three dimensions, and so yeah. it feels worse. This game didn't have much to get wrong. You're just moving left and right. But it got it wrong. It still got it wrong. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 2 out of 10 because I never want to see Bubsy 3D again. And I came back to this game like three or four times just to relive the nightmare. Um, so it probably means there's something wrong with me, not that there's something right with the game. Yeah. But I'm, I'm giving it a 2 out of 10. I think it's worse than Terminator 2 and Jaws and all the LJN games we played except for X-Men. Um, I think it would have blown an LJN month and just been worse than any of those just about. Um, I believe it's one of the very worst games we played. It's an atrocity. <laughs> I'm giving it a two out of 10 because there's some weird disturbing thing that drew me back to it a couple of times, but I think I'm finally done with it now. Okay. Like, yeah. It doesn't deserve You've exercised that demon. Yes. It's been, it's, it has been squeezed out. Yeah. Uh, this is not worse than uncanny X-Men. I still think that's a worse game. Yeah. Uh, is it worse than Bubsy 3D? That's what I've been asking myself. <laughs> you kind of brought it up, though. Bubsy 3D had the, I'm going to say, disadvantage of being 3D, fully 3D yeah. game. Which naturally just don't hold up as well. Early 3D. Yeah. Like, that in itself is almost unfair to compare to this, which was in when we were just kind of starting to get good with 2D games. Mm-hmm. So that's where it gets kind of tough for me. I kind of think it's a almost a bit of a cop-out in a way, to get, say this game's better than Bubsy 3D because of that. Because I think they're both equally terrible. <laughs> I'm I, just purely going on which one I would play again. And at yeah, this point... It's I understand either. 100% why you play this again, because a Bubsy 3D, being in that 3D, it even just looks really bad and looks tough to play. Like, yeah. like it's confusing at times just because of how it looks. Right. Uh, this is just a bad game overall. I hate being really negative. That's why I'm trying to be positive with the whole potion idea. Because I still it think it's never going to happen with this game. <laughs> but I was going to say that idea in itself is a cool idea. Yeah. But 
you know, that's probably the most positive as that can be about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just feels, I mean, this is, gosh, like if you told me that this, that this game was the only game we were ever going to play for our show, our show would be over because I would <laughs> A, end it and B, I would end myself <laughs> and probably you and one amazing explosion or something that I can't even make because I don't know how to do that. But, uh, you know, what I'm trying to say is this is not good. It's not a good game. Not at all. You gave it a two. That feels high to me. It is high. Based uh, on purely on quality, it's very high. I'm yeah. being very honest. But I understand what you're saying. Like, I kind of <laughs> get it. My first question to you is, I want to make your brother play this. Yeah, I want others to experience yeah, it. Yeah, I really want people to experience yeah. this game. I think it needs to be experienced. Some games are really bad, but you still need to experience them, in my opinion. It is opinion. a special bad. Yeah, I will say that. It's a special bad. I think I gave Uncanny X-Men a point five as well. Mm-hmm. or I know I gave it no more than a 1, for when we, sure. When we back, went back and reviewed yeah, it, we both did that. Yeah. This is better than that. I don't remember what I gave Bubsy 3D, but I'm sure it's incredibly a low score. It'll be close to that. I'm going to give give us a one and a half. Mm-hmm. But it's a one and a half that you must experience. <laughs> yes, it's it's not that the game deserves a point because I really gave it a pity point. It's not that it deserves it, but it's because it is a special bad. It's one I want to others. That uh, we did a mini episode on that basketball game, NBA yeah, All Star Challenge. Yeah. yeah, that's a good. That's that's a like, strange but good comparison. Because everything you can do wrong in a basketball game, they did wrong in yeah, that game. But it's still. F- strangely hilarious. fun and hilarious yeah. to play. This and game I, is like that. Yeah. But it's a one-player game, but I think this game is better experience with other people in the room oh, with yeah. you. The so. sad part is I played it a few times by myself. Yeah. And I really should have had friends with me. Yeah, it's way more fun if somebody if you have somebody to experience it with you. You should never so Dan alone. <laughs> That's right. Speaking of so Dan, Trevor, uh, how much is this game going for? Oh. Well, <laughs> I know this because I paid eight bucks for it. Okay. <laughs> so... Sadly, you can, about, get it for, you can get it for under ten bucks. About ten bucks, yeah. Okay, not a dollar like you would hope. This is tough for me. Yeah, <laughs> I truly want people to experience this, and there are other ways you can go about experiencing this game. Yeah, and I think you're fine going about those other ways. Does that make yeah. sense? Now, if you yeah. want to just spend eight bucks for this, I mean, we're obviously not going to stop you. You spend your money on what you want, but I think this game just experience it. It doesn't really matter. In the manner in which you experience it. It's not important for mm. this game to be played on a Sega Genesis to me. The reason I decided to get this game is because I really wanted to cover it on the show. And when possible, we tried to play the cartridge. And because it's one of those games, like Uncanny X-Men, that I should get rid of right away. But I probably will plug it in every now and then, whenever somebody new is over that's interested in games. Yeah. To kind of break them. Yeah. Know, to destroy them. Yeah, you want to make sure that their soul, like stays there withers. yeah and it yeah. Goes, withers and dies slowly so that's that's the purpose of this game really. yeah yeah but i want we want everybody to experience it so yeah while the score indicates that this game is not retro boost approved no we can't put our silver approval on this that would just cheapen our silver approval but secretly it's it's retro bliss approved <laughs> this is not retro bliss approved but meet us in the back corner yeah. we got something to tell you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah it's, it's bootleg yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was sort of set in. Now, Trevor, uh, let's get into a little bit of, of course, fan feedback. And, oh yeah, feedback.
have Instagram pulled up, so I'll do that. Okay. So you should head to our Instagram page. How do I find it on Instagram? Search for Retro Blist. I'll do that now. And uh, follow us. Did that sound like I was canning that? Nope. Okay. And so we asked about your memories of Sword of Sodan. Let's ask and about I'm it. I'm sure they're going to be good. Oh, you've already asked about it. Yep. Okay. So Jerry Terrifying. <laughs> he said he's never heard of it. Can't wait to hear the show. Always like adding EA games to the Genesis collection, especially the RPGs with the gargantuan manuals. Well, Mr. Terrifying, I hope you uh, listen to this episode before you uh, purchase the game. You might be a little disappointed, but uh, good luck. And Hayada, or Hayadaya, or Aaron Hickman, the artist formerly known as Daya, from some podcast, I don't know what it is, but I think they play Sega Genesis games. It's like they, Mega Drive, Mega Hits, or something like that. And they decide if something's a gem or not. Genesis Gems, that's all. Oh, okay. yeah. But he said the less you know about this shoddy Amiga port, the better. Main selling point was the large sprites, but gameplay repetitive and controls are terrible. Avoid like your life depends on it. <laughs> we took that advice. Yep. <laughs> and we paid for it and played it. Chris Scully says dope. Art or die. Keith Fardum says... I can't say that I remember playing this, so not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. It's a good thing, yeah. and also a bad thing. Good for you, and bad for everybody else, or something. I don't no, know. No, uh, good for you, but you should still experience yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I One Sweet World said, I remember my cousin getting this game and thinking it was so cool, hacking and slashing, cutting off heads till I tried playing it. The controls respond like a center block, and the hero heroine moves so slow. Yep. Very true. Sean, CV79. This is a game so amazing that they spent the entire budget on the design with 25 cent left over for the label. Yeah, he's talking about the label because I posted a pic of the cartridge. It is possibly the most boring label I've ever seen for a game. Now, we will say the actual box art is way better. Yes. And the box art is way better than the game because it actually has the mm-hmm. characters, but they're drawn in a cool comic book art style. The so. cartridge label is boring as sin, though. Oh, yeah. Over 100%. Drew Baca. Fuck, I know who that guy is. <laughs> He says, one of the greatest games of all time. A true classic in every way. Or I could be lying. Actually, I'm totally lying. I wanted this game to be good, but it's essentially hot trash. Escape Soul 01, also known as Christopher Kellogg, if I'm not mistaken, but I am often. He says, I'm sure this game will show up on your year-end award show in some form or fashion. <laughs> yeah. I think he's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Scalter, also known as Christopher Scholes. Says, I remember being blown away by the level of gore in this game as a kid. That was the only reason. Oh, yeah, the level of gore would probably be I will a say, mine. if you're a kid, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Especially uh, in this era when the game came out, if you're a kid in that era. Right. Yeah. He said, That was the only reason I gave it as much of a chance as I did. But I was dumb back then. <laughs> LOL. The main characters walk like they ate one too many chalupas at Taco Bell and are trying their best to shuffle to the nearest bathroom. Yes, yep. Yep. <laughs> So, all those comments, and none of them were actually legit positive about the game. Right. tells you anything. But, Trevor, we're not done yet. We also have a Facebook page. Go to Facebook, and you look up what? Retro Blist. And you'll find our Facebook page. Join a little community that's slowly growing there. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of fun. Uh, Andrew Coet, our buddy, who we interviewed last time. And who also commented on Instagram. uh, Said, okay, where to start? But I'm going to read it anyway. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, Sword of Sodan is a beautiful Genesis game. In a screenshot, like like you said. Second, you can decapitate a giant. If you can manage to make it that far, much less defeat them with the comically stiff controls, horrible animations, and unblockable and undodgeable enemy attacks. 
Very true. Because mm-hmm. we didn't even mention when you beat the zombies, some weird things come out of their bodies that you can't dodge whatsoever. That hurt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are potions you can combine with and take to various effects, but good luck figuring, figuring out which combination does what. There's sweet environmental sounds. Very much so. <laughs> yeah. And of course, there's no real music. Seriously, none. Enemy damage thresholds are randomized. Actually, that totally sucks. No way to even spin that as a good idea. This game has a lot of cool ideas with the worst execution that you can imagine. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Growing up, my family really enjoyed mature fantasy settings like Conan the Barbarian is an all-time family favorite. So we all wanted to like this game. We all, at different times, tried to convince each other and ourselves that this game was good or realistic or even just not the abomination to all things holy that it clearly is. Johnny, I hope you had fun. Andrew, in a weird, strange way, I enjoyed myself. Yeah. Andrew just got like a second interview with that question. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yep. Yep. Andrew, crying out loud, tone it down. <laughs> Do what you want, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, Timmy Mac, I have little experience, but have played it some. I'm just looking forward to hearing Johnny's first impression. Is it as bad or is it misunderstood? Can't wait for this episode. It's just kind of just bad. See the, see the skit from this episode. That yeah. was his first impression. Nick DeMarco states, why do you guys hate yourselves this much? <laughs> so much honesty. <laughs> That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I ask myself that every time I'm looking into the mirror. It is as if you simply playing a Genesis. Uh, blah, man, I butchered that sentence already. Mm-hmm. It is as if simply playing a Genesis wasn't torture enough. So you upped the ante, double down on the terrible, and will wake up with a hangover of awful gaming that will make the actors from the said hangover flick wonder what's wrong with you. Now, Nick has every right to feel this way, and he's right on a lot of counts. Mm-hmm. But I took uh, I took him to task about this Genesis thing, but I'm not going to get into it. Uh, <laughs> you're allowed to like whatever system you like, 100%. You're going to have a favorite system. I get it. But the Genesis will always have a special place in my soul because I grew up with it. <laughs> Nick uh, has always given the Genesis Gems a hard time. Oh, okay. So I'm glad he's giving us a hard time now. Yeah, we deserve it. it makes me fair. feel like we made it in the circle. I think so. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you can like whatever system you like. And I totally understand what he's saying. I'm I not like, saying I'm not saying he's wrong, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> my favorite system is the Sodan one. Yeah, that's a good joke. Yep. Doug- <laughs> Douglas Delecky Jr. said, is this one of those games that stinks and smells bad too? Never heard of it. Wait, oh, let, me, let me sniff it. It smells like burnt rubber. So, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Marcy Rubber Hill said, Well, I am for one digging that snazzy wallpaper you got. Trevor took a picture, and uh, the wallpaper in the house that he bought is very distinct. Is that a way to put yeah, it? Yeah. The, the, our gaming room is... The Shire. The Shire. is very unmissable as far as the wallpaper. That's right. Yep. But that was there before you bought yeah. the house. Yep. Uh, Cecil Dredge said, Dang, this game is terrible. However... I'm still excited to listen to the episode. Thumbs up. Well, that was a great fan feedback. We had way more for that one than for some great games we covered. <laughs> yeah. People love to see us tortured. So Nick DeMarco, to answer your question. You're welcome. Um, that's why we do it because people love to see yeah, us. That's tortured. right. They yeah. hate us secretly. Yeah. Now, Trevor, it's time for us to shut our stupid traps for at least a few seconds mm-hmm. and play a beautiful, amazing, incredible commercial from years ago. Oh, thank goodness. Young Bobby Angles has a problem. He needs to earn the respect of his peers. So he gets Sega Genesis, the ultimate action system. And then he buys Mortal Kombat, the arcade edition, and the all-new Shinobi 3, and Marvel's X-Men. Now, things are pretty much okay. I said chocolate chip. 
tail, saying, Wow. That was incredible. And you get to go first on the Blitz Quiz. quiz. waiting for good i like that i like where that was going thank you one line but it worked that's the it kind of fits the music of this game just kind of yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't want to overdo it just like ea with this game yeah, that's right yeah now trevor when we do these bliss quizzes yeah usually your quiz is all about the game so i try not to mm-hmm. look up anything about the actual game and i gotta think outside the box mm-hmm. this was a little tough usually ends up badly for me this is a little tougher just because uh, what am I supposed to look up with this? <laughs> so, uh, I took the setting of what this game was trying to go for, mm-hmm. and all my questions, or all my quiz to you, is about the Conan the Barbarian movie that uh-huh. starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ask me if I've seen it. I'm assuming you have it. No. Okay. Trevor, <laughs> uh, this is one, of, I'll give you this, this was one of the movies that really kind of put Arnold on the map. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know a lot about it, but I haven't seen it because I didn't yeah. see things. Anyway, that kind of helps you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it put him on the mob. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to read all the questions like that? Mm, I'd rather you not. Okay. Who turned down the role of Conan? <laughs> I'm going to give you some questions. Uh, okay. Who turned down the role of Conan the Barbarian? Right. Charles Bronson? Hmm. Sylvester Stallone? Hmm. Tom Selleck? Or Harrison Ford? Who turned down the role of Conan the Barbarian before they found Arnold? You said Charles Bronson? Yes. As in James Bond? No, you don't remember Charles Bronson? He was like an 80s... He did a lot of like 70s, 80s... I bet you're... I guarantee your dad knows who he is. I think I'm confusing the two. He did a lot of like... Uh, gosh. He was sort of Clint Eastwood before Clint Eastwood. But you remember when Clint... Clint but not his westerns. He never did westerns, I don't think. <laughs> He's not... I feel like I'm confusing two names. You probably are. Who's the guy that became like the NRA president? I don't know. Because he was like in all those epic movies for a while. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, Why does this matter? St- I feel <laughs> stupid right now because that's what I'm thinking when you say that. You're thinking way too much into this uh, question. <laughs> he was in the Ben-Hur and all those big movies. Oh, that, no, that's a different guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. that. He's Let's like say him. Charles Bronson then. I'm going to give it to you because this was a trick question. It was all of them. No, it was two of them. Okay. <laughs> it was Charles Bronson. Who do you think the other one was? A big name now. Harrison Ford? No. So that's just gone. <laughs> what was that? Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone. There you go. Yeah. How'd you say <laughs> that? I don't even know how you said Sylvester. I don't, either. I don't even know what I said. But yeah, Charles Bronson is Sylvester It's killing Stallone. me that I forgot that guy's name. He's huge. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Charles. Ransom. No, the, he was in the all the Bible epics and the Ben-Hur. I know you talk. I'm going to look it up so you feel better. Okay. And you get to your question. Anyways, Charlton Heston. Okay, yeah, you're right. There you go. Anyways, I was totally wrong. All right, I'm an idiot, uh-huh. uh, but it's time for your so damn question. <laughs> Which of these is not an actual difference between the Sega Genesis game and the Amiga game? Okay. Um, is it that the Amiga version had three selectable characters? The Amiga one had three more levels than the Genesis version. The Amiga enemies did not come from both sides to attack. The enemies spawned more frequently in the Genesis version. No, what's it? Which is, which is false. All the rest are true. 
Well, I know for a fact because you kind of let it slip that on the Amoeba version, enemies only kind of came from one direction. Yeah. I remember you telling me that. So I'm going to mark that question out because I know it's not that one. So three more selectable levels. Um, three selectable characters. Or enemies spawn more frequently in the Genesis version. I'm going to go with uh, the three selectable characters. That's right. That's oh, false. The Amiga version had 11 levels. Version? A version. <laughs> had three more levels, which would be a little better than the measly number the Genesis one had. And but also... Would it, but would it really? Well, it just depends how much better it is. Apparently, the enemies only came from one side, so that's an improvement. Yeah. So you don't need to turn around. And they did not spawn up as frequently, which would be an improvement. So I don't know. I assume it's a better game, but I can't see it really being a good one. But that was uh, your first question. Good job. That's so we're one to one. Oh yeah, Trevor. Number two, Arnold, during the filming of this of Conan the Barbarian, hurt his knee. How did he do this? I want to give you some questions. I mean, some answers. You tell me which one's the way he hurt his knee for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was thrown from a horse. He cut it with a sword. Uh, he was a weightlifting accident. He was also a weightlifter, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, running through a field. Which one of these? Uh, how did he hurt his knee during the filming of this movie? Running right. through a field. Incorrect. Oh. He was thrown from a horse. Oh, that's my first guess. So, which of these is a false statement? This game is good. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Is it false that the game programmer... I'm going to say this name. I believe it's some country I don't never been to. Uh, game programmer Sovin Grokenbeck said it was a top ten seller for six months. I feel like you pronounced that way better than you did Sylvester. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but you don't know how it's supposed to be said, so you wouldn't know if I did or not. That, that's fair. B, the red and purple potion gives you a free life. Or C, the lead programmer claimed the game was meant as a joke. Which of those is false? So two are true. Was it a? T- did he claim it was a top ten seller for six months? Do the red and purple potions give you a free life when you mix them? Or is the lead programmer claiming the game was meant as a joke? I want to go with the one that's false is that last one. Yeah, that's false. Yeah. Yep. If you combine the red and purple potions, it gives you a life, which you probably remembered. Yep. And he, according to the programmer, on the Amiga, it was a top ten seller for six months. Selling 55,000 copies. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, Trevor, you need this one to at least tie me. Yeah. I've never been in that position before of being in the lead. On yeah, you got quiz. both of them right. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor. John. Uh, Arnold the... I said Arnold the Schwarzenegger. Arnold the Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, comma, the Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> said, okay. I'll be back. That was good. That, that was, was really that good. Was perfect. Uh, how much did it cost to make Arnold's sword that he uses in the movie Conan the Barbarian? Hmm. It's a humongous sword, just so you know, mm-hmm. and it's one of the main things about Conan is his sword is awesome. Mm-hmm. I will give you this much. It's not a prop. They made a real sword for wow. this. Okay. I'm not going to tell you how much. You're not going to get any things. you got to guess. If you're within uh, if you're within $1,000, I'll give it to you. Wow. I was going to say about $1,000, so I better up it. Oh my goodness. And this movie was made in the very early 80s. How is that possible? It's a humongous sword, I guess. That's ridiculous. I don't know. That that is ridiculous. There's no way it could have been worth that. 
Well, that means I lost already. Yep. And you still have one question left. I'm going to make this a three for three. This is a good one. I pulled up some quotes from some actual reviews for this game. Okay. Which of these... And um, I guess I'll be honest. Some of these reviews may or may not be about the Amiga version, not the Genesis version. Okay. Which might change things. Which of these is not a real review quote? If you buy one Amiga action game this year, this has got to be it. I was well pleased with Sword of Sodan. If you're looking for a big game, they don't come any more impressive than this. This game gives swords a bad name. <laughs> Which is false. Uh, the last one. Yep. <laughs> is that what I'm right? yeah. So you just put all the positive ones to throw me off. Yeah, That's all kind of what I figured you were doing. <laughs> the Mega game got all kinds of positive reviews. I think people were blinded by how impressive the sprites were. Yeah. Because they went back and tried to re-release it later, and it got trashed. Because <laughs> uh, the people realized, wait a minute, the gameplay sucks. Yeah. But yeah, the Genesis version got right through the coals pretty much. Um, yeah. So There's- this is a first time. I went three for three. I believe that's never happened in the history of the show. I think one time maybe we both did, but it's definitely the only time you've done it alone. Yeah. So this yeah. is a cause for celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, if you could put in in the background like some... Uh, uh, some fireworks going off or something? Some kind of great celebration? No, I don't think that's in the budget. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> there you go. Make your own. There we go. That's not pathetic. Nope. Not at all. Not the least. Not as pathetic as playing this game. Speaking of not pathetic. That's okay. It's not pathetic to donate to this show. Oh, that's right. That's a good idea. And those who have are going to get shouted out now. Let's shout them out. I'm going to give them each a celebration. <laughs> so on Patreon, we have these fine, fine folks. Keith Farnham. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Michael Thompson. Have mercy. Timothy McGowan. Yeah. Yeah, Timothy. Andrew Coed. Boo. Caleb Dixon. I can do it with Andrew because I feel like we're friends. Uh, yeah, Caleb. Mike Vito. Yeah! Woo! I slobbered a little bit there. I'm sorry. Yeah, my arm's a little wet. Sorry about that. You are all so damn great to us. <laughs> when I originally said that in my head, it was like, so dang, so dang. And our eyes has probably sounded bad this whole time. <laughs> I thought, oh, I definitely didn't think you were going so dang. Yeah. Originally I was, but that's how my brain works. Yeah. <laughs> but so Dan, this is the name of the game. I like any way that I can cuss without cussing. It makes me feel like a yeah. Genius. That's the point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's how. To be like Disney, have a family friendly movie, but throw junk in there that yeah. dis- kids shouldn't see. Let's throw in a a priest who's getting in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, you got to get that out. <laughs> nope, leave it. Nope, that's not family friendly. <laughs> it's a PG word. <laughs> there, like, please stop. You can put up things, and it's, it's a, a stop. I've. That's not the point. People actually watch this with their kids. I don't care if it's... No, if I'm... Chris, edit out this whole talk. If I'm building up a tower... play our music over this part. If I lift up a tower, I'm f***ing the tower. That's not what you're saying. There's Drinking my coke. ...of a tower. (laughs) Play the music, Chris. That's been this episode of Virtual Blast. Thanks for joining us. That's been Sword of Sodan. Uh, Go have fun. All kinds of towers that you want. Including, including, including a sword of Sodan. Thanks for joining us, Trevor. I'm sorry, but. <laughs> wow.